0: good morning and welcome to the automation morning show for what is today tuesday february 20th 2024 almost said 2023 my name is sean tierney if you haven't watched the show before this is a show where we talk about what's new and happening in industrial automation and we are a little late this morning at the very last minute when i was ready to click uh, to click on go live the browser stopped working stopped working with StreamYard, so i'm using a different browser I'm hoping it continues to work. But in any case, we are live this morning on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, X, and Rumble. So hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll see some of you live. I know most of you watch this after the fact, and that's great too. Now I am trying a new uh, headset today, so if you have any problems hearing me, let me know. I did check out the um, I did check out the uh, the uh, sound quality beforehand, and it was sounding good back then. But in any case. I hope your day is off to a great day. Let's go ahead and get started with a look at today's news. I wanted to start with uh, theautomationblog.com. We do post links to every show up there, and then we've started to do what we call micro-blogs. I was doing this in the past, but we have somebody now helping us with these, and these are, um, if you don't have a chance to watch the show, you just want to see what I thought was the top five product uh, of products from the show or announcements or press releases, you can go up to the automationblog.com. You'll see Julius is doing this currently for us, and um, you'll see those come up. I have to go through and approve them, so they still may lag a little bit by a couple of days, but that gives you a nice list here of all the new news that are coming on, Uh, and of course, we have our shows and our articles as well. We do have a new article by my son, Joseph. He um, He is a software engineer, and he's come over to help me uh, do some uh, articles and videos on Arduinos and Raspberry Pis and all those things I want to play with that I never have time to. So you can see there's a new article here, Arduinos and you picking the right hardware, for whatever you're doing. And uh, so we have a whole series plan that he's been working on, as well as he's helping me get the whole office all set up and going. So uh, excited about that. We get some starter kits coming in. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And we'll eventually, at the end of this process, we'll put on the open PLC runtime and try to turn the Arduino's into PLCs. You know, fun for home stuff. Probably not, some, probably not something you're gonna do in manufacturing, right? So in any case, let me get my mouse in the right place here and let's go. I did have something happen earlier too, where my control button got stuck. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. Let's go to our first story. Well, actually, first we want to thank you to our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody looking for PLC HMI or SCADA training, please mention theautomationschool.com to them. On March 1st, I start working on a new Siemens HMI course. So I'm excited about that. From there we go over to an announcement from baloof and hey it's 40 years old that's right it's been 40 years since they produced their very first industrial rfid and uh, device and i think that is so cool and they talk about what was going on 40 years ago and uh, that was the same time when uh motorola released its first cell phone to be sold in stores right so motorola was one of those big first cell phone makers out there and uh you know, and then of course later on they had their razor, which everybody loves so much, which is so popular. And also, it's when Microsoft Windows 1.0 came out. So I didn't use Microsoft Windows until 3.0 because, well, I won't get into that. But we wanted to use it; we just couldn't uh, couldn't convince uh, convince management to get it until uh, 3.0 was out. But in any case, uh, happy uh, 40 year anniversary to you, Baloof. And uh, from there we go over to, um, and I actually contacted these folks this morning. Maple Systems, who I always just think of as having HMIs, right? You see them at the airports a lot. If it's not Schneider, it's usually Maple Systems or somebody else. Um, but in any case, uh, they're, uh, they're uh, promoting their PLCs this month. And you can see they got all these great PLCs. But they have um, a try-before-you-buy uh, thing going on, too, where you can meet with them and schedule a time with them and uh, sit down, learn about their PLCs. And if it's right for your application, they'll let you do a try-before-you-buy. Software is always free. There's uh, really no risk to you to try them out. I wish I had the time to try these. I would love to. Uh, you know, just being a PLC guy, I'd love to try them out. But uh, really, um, you know, if you're looking for some, you know, if you're looking for a new micro out there, um, like this guy looks so familiar, right? And um, of course, they have other lines too. So we cover all the PLC manufacturers on the show. And uh, we, actually, I believe we're doing, uh, we're meeting up with Unitronics later in the week. Speaking of that, uh, today at 11 o'clock, if all goes well, um, we will have another Tech Talk Live. So tune back in at 11 o'clock. Of course, you can always watch it after the fact. But in any case, uh, from there, we go over to a new product from Balif. Uh, this is a new Rapid rapid Inductive Positioning Measurement System. Man, I really messed that up. So what this does is this allows you to get a position, using an, uh, an inductive sensor, and this is really fast. So it's a measuring frequency up to 10 kilohertz, right? So if you have something moving back and forth fast, you'll know its exact position. We covered a different model from a different vendor before, if you're interested in that. But uh, 10 kilohertz is pretty fast. And um, you get four different output options, right? So you can ask for analog 0 to 10, uh, analog 4 to 20. You can get IO link or SSI. So I haven't seen something, a new product with SSI in a while, probably a couple months, but that's cool. And uh, you can see all the specifications here. This unit does support a pretty wide temperature range, minus 40 to 85 C and of course it's IP67. So it's a, uh, has an M12 connector on it, four pin. And let's see, I think that's about it. So congratulations to Bellouf on their new product. And from there, we go over to our featured product today. And you may be saying, Sean, why are you featuring PLC Basics? You've been selling that course for like 10 years. Yes, but still we get new people taking this course every month. And it's like an intro to PLCs. We do have plans to upgrade it in the future, but I want to talk to you about something we are coming very soon is we just just hit version 1.1 of our new free app. We'll be including this with PLC Basics with uh, PLC Basics Extended Edition and PLC Basics Core Edition. So I'm very excited to announce that. I have to go through, I haven't gone through all the lessons in it, but what this allows you to do is, it allows you to install an app on your PC. It's like a generic PLC and simulator. So there's a conveyor line, like the conveyor line we use, the widget maker we use in the course, it has that all animated. And there's like, you can actually write the ladder logic right there. So you don't have to install RS logics. You don't have to install really anything. Right, you can just install this one app and use it. So we're excited to make this available for our uh, for our students. So you know, so many times you know they're like, "Look, I just have, I just have, I don't have any buttons, I don't have any lights, right?" And so it's hard to learn PLCs in that kind of situation. You know, I got a PLC or I got an emulator. So uh, we're going to provide that app, and it has a full animated machine in it, and uh, it's going to be free for everybody who takes one of these courses. Whether you take the twenty-five dollar course or you take the hundred dollar course, you will get it for free and uh, very cool and we' can't wait to can't wait this out now because we're giving away free to our customers it's not free to everyone right it's only free to our customers so there when you to request it there'll be a form you just put in and saying hey I understand that this is free for me because I'm a student and I can't share it with other people because they're not students if they're not students so in any case we can't support the world for free <laughs> we, just, we don't have that kind of stuff but in any case uh, from there we go over to um. An announcement from Bill Weedman. have hadn't seen anything from them in a while, and I thought this was very interesting because we talked about Danforce lately. I haven't talked about Danforce in almost a year, but recently they released a new HVAC PLC, and they released a new microdrive for HVAC. And so this article from Bill Weedman talks about how you can easily integrate Danforce VLT frequency inverters to their systems using their Aussie 5 motor module. So I thought that was very interesting. I'd love to get Bill Weedman back on. They did a, a um, they, they've done some, uh, some, uh, I think they did the episode on Ozzy, which I, I found very intelligent and uh, uh, eye-opening because I didn't know anything about Ozzy before then. So you can see here cycle writing speeds and ramps in 1.27 milliseconds. That's typically gonna be fast enough for what you need to do. So very interesting there. So now we go over to uh, Mitsubishi. We had some new information from them today. Um, they are now providing an automated machine-tending solution to triple outputs for customers. This is an application story, and so I'm not going to go into this in great detail. I did not with the issues we had uh, this morning. I didn't have a chance to read this fully. But um, in any case, um, if you're doing any cobot machine-tending, we talk about that quite a bit on the this, on this show, check that out. From there, we go over to Software Toolbox and they have a new article about logging OPC data with custom time format. So uh, this is a newer feature in their software. And I thought it was pretty cool. It's pretty in-depth article. So if you're using their products and you need to, you can see here their OPC data logger. Oops, come on, man, you go away. There we go. So. um, you can see their OPC data logger. It's now just part, like you could do it before by editing configuration files, but now it's actually part of the menu. And uh, as I was reading through this, I'm like, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty easy to use, right? So a lot of times you'll find your log and data, but the system you're inputting into always ha- already has a fixed data type for, uh, for the time, right? And so you have to match that. And so not all systems allow you to do that easily. So um, in any case, I want to share that article. And then we had a very interesting article from ABB, and this is another application article, but this one actually has some great pictures in it. This is another machine-tending application with a cobot, but in this one, um, yeah, well, let me just show you the pictures. It kind of talks, uh, you know, pictures uh, give us uh, a worth a thousand words, right? <laughs> I didn't have all my coffee this morning, so excuse me. But in any case, so here you can see the cobot, the ABB cobot right there, right? And it it can pick up uh, parts on each side. And that's important because it's going to unload with one and load with the other. So let's go to another picture here. So you can see it's picking up these are the the parts that have to go into this uh, CNC machine. And I don't know exactly what they're doing to them. I can't really tell from that picture what the operation is. But in any case, so here it is picking it up. And if we go over, it's going in and... You can see here, what it's doing now is it's going to pick up the one that's been machined. It looks like there. I can't tell. Um, And now it's going to, um, let's see here. Are these pictures out of order? Okay, here you can see it with both. So it's picking one up and dropping one off. I do, just by looking at that, I'm not seeing what was machined. It may be a hole pattern being drilled on the top of the uh, round cylinder thing. All right. So I just thought that was a very interesting application. Of course, you can read the whole story by following the link over at automate.news. But uh, it's nice to have a new article from ABB. From there, we we'll go to our featured guide today. And because we're talking about PLC Basics, which uses the free software, the free Iris Logic software for the MicroLogix 1100, I figured we'd... Uh, feature that guide so here you can see it here over 100 articles and videos on using micrologics most of them written by me or filmed by me but some of them by some of our freelancers and um you can see here this is just all kinds of good stuff in here so always free always 100 percent free at theautomationblog.com and from there we're going to go over to um some downloads so Siemens released a updated uh SciProtect 5 Bundle with the device drivers, online help, and manuals. They also released uh, an updated version of their Cymatic SCADA export for TIA portal. So, this is, uh, covers version 13 SP1 all the way up to version 19. Okay, and this has, um, you know, basically it provides a mechanism to um, export PLC configuration data, variables, and alarms so you can bring them into the SCADA software. So, I've never used it, but it sounds interesting. And then we have an update for WinCC. 7.5 it's service pack two and with that we go over to literature now i thought this was very interesting uh as somebody who's been you know big fan of the micrologics guy you know i remember when it first came out it really got the ellen bradley PLCs into this lower lower level you know that they could never hit before with the slicks and uh, i think the 1000 came out i think it was 94 so i'd been in the business for uh, half a dozen years and um really uh, really really liked it the 1000 is very limited as far as memory space and some other things some instructions but still a great little PLC In any case this document is an updated uh, micrologics programmable controller selection guide which it's kind of like a catalog for the micrologics so that you have a selection guide on every product from Rockwell instead of the big catalogs they used to do but the thing about this one is I'm going to recommend you keep the old one around as well. I always try to keep all the versions because they, they remove the 1100 and 1200 as 1100 and 1200, I do not believe, are available for sale anymore. So, this is really a Micrologix 1400 selection guide. But uh, I mean, they still have the 1762 IO in it, but uh, you definitely don't want to um, throw away your old one if you still need to look up older MicroLogics. So, in any case, you can tell the difference that part number ends at a different letter here. So you can see SG, I don't know if you guys can see that, SG001i is this rev. So in any case, from there, they also released an updated version of the Micro 800 uh, PLC family. This is a selection guide. And uh, I'm a big fan of the Micro 800. I stayed away from it for over a decade because I'm like, oh, I don't want to learn something new. You know, and I had, a cost a bad taste in my mouth from the Pico because that software is so different, too. But um, it really is a great little PLC, I got to tell you. Uh, and my my opinion changed when I decided to teach a course on it years ago, and uh, I really like it. Matter of fact, I just picked up um, eight of them for the training room here. So we'll be able to uh, teach CCW with the uh, Micro 100s. So we do have a couple of drives. We'll probably do a couple of drive stations around the room. So... Um, we want people to focus on the plc lenses first and then if they if they're you know if they catch up and they finish them all they can do the drive lessons but i didn't want to drive by um uh, i didn't want to you know worry about getting eight drives and you know all right i hope you guys can hear me this this is what happened earlier i was warning you about the beginning of the show i can't get my camera back so we're just going to keep going without the camera but uh, hopefully you guys can hear me i do not this was not happening it's kind of it's kind of funny. oh, and now the camera's back. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it was a Windows update. I don't know. But in any case, hey, I did want to. I just noticed the chat. I want to say Vbit. thank you very much for your comments. Very, very much appreciated. So um, you know, I was out there for a few seconds, but in any case, one of the things with this uh, selection guide, I hope you guys can still hear me is um, you can see they removed the 830, the old 850 and the old 870. So again with this one as well, you may not want to, um, you may not want to get rid of your uh, the old version of this selection guide because they removed a bunch of stuff. And I understand why they do that because it's not available for sale anymore. But if you have some in your plant, you may want to be able to see the specs. So let's see if this is still working. All right. So they also had a new fa- factory talk optics um, brochure out, and I was looking through here. Yeah, I didn't really see anything new from what we've covered in the past. But it's always good to know if you're interested in the product. They have a new brochure. And then um, I enjoyed this one. This was a, a, like an infographic on RS Batch or effective Talk batch and life sciences. And really, if you think about this, right, it's pretty interesting because they say that there was over 1,200 uh, drug, FDA drug recalls last year due to manufacturing and quality issues. And 88, 89, almost 90%, of the class one recalls that were associated with manufacturing and quality issues. I'll never forget the one where they reported that a pharmaceutical company mixed two different vaccines together (laughs) and they, they had to throw out like a half a million doses. It's like, what? But in any case, um, yeah, uh, this isn't good. So anything you can do to, to, to get, to produce clean products would be better, you know, because, um, with the amount they charge for these drugs you would think, you think there would be less issues but in any case um i also wanted to point out that there was a bunch of point io new point um uh, installation instructions i just chose one of them i didn't want to have to add them all to the automate.new, so i'm just showing one here plus it's kind of boring to show multiple uh, installation guides for different io modules so i'm showing the one for the analog uh point io modules but if you're using point i'll just be aware they've updated rockwell updated a bunch of their their um, installation instructions. We have a a new brochure from uh, Schneider about their energy hub. And I thought this is very interesting. So if you're doing anything, if you already have some Schneider in your plant and you're looking to save energy and monitor energy, very interesting stuff here. From there, they also had a new uh, miniature and molded circuit uh, circuit, uh, breaker. Uh, This is like their catalog section seven of their mega catalog so it's a piece of that catalog um and then they also had a new uh instruction manual for their rtt 80-t temperature transmitter uh going over to emerson they had a new uh data sheet on their pack systems slice io this is the rst EP io and it looks really cool looks like a lot of the other slice I/O on there this particular one it the wires if you're listening, the, uh, the actual wiring is into the face of the module itself so uh, convenient but also um, I always find it a little confusing to have it going right into the face you know So it's like where it's the LEDs right? They also had a new uh, uh, data sheet on the micro MicroMotion, uh, micromotion fork vicosity meters as well as their LS200 uh, direct operated regulators. Omron had new information too, and I never think, when I think of Omron, you know, they make a lot of hardware, but I never think of software, but this is a software HMI guide. So um, if you're using Omron software as a HMI, you can check that out. They also had two new catalogs updated. They're multi-vendor device net catalog, which um, we're even going to cover some device net in the updated courses I'm filming. But uh, in any case, you can see some of that there. And of course, a more modern network, uh, one fieldbus network, EtherCAT. So all their products that are on EtherCAT, including servos, AC drives, vision, IO, and controllers. And uh, from there, we go to our final story for today. This is the um, from IEEE Spectrum. This is in our other science and technology. And um, this, I, I'm going to pass the first one to look at. Uh, they have a robot here, a video of a robot uh, uh, with a fire hose trying to put out a fire in a simulated fire. They had it doing the shuffle, which um, I don't, something about this video, I I know, like, this. I don't know if it's the sound, but I thought it was very interesting. It did a little tap dance, but there was something, I you know, as you watch the feet, and I'm not playing the audio, but if you listen to the audio, there was something I found that didn't didn't uh, match up and I, I couldn't figure it out, but I still thought the video was cool to see them have their robot do a little tap dance. Um, there was a bunch of other robot ones in here. The ones I was interested in though, the other one was this is another one of those remote control robots. This one's tall and thin. We've looked at this one before. It's been a while, but like, let's say you had uh, uh, an older relative uh, living on the other side of the country. You could control this uh, robot and help them, you know, maybe remind them to take that medicine or get that medicine for them or, you know, I don't know. But, I, you know, we, we've been seeing more of these come out as we cover the news each week. And, um, you know, this you could also use this if you had a pet you needed to take care of. So uh, maybe you could take it on a robotic walk if you were not home. But, you know, in any case, you could feed the pet every morning. But um, in any case, I just – I don't know why I think these are cool. But I think this telepresence telepres- to these robots – you know um i think it'd be helpful although this one does not look anything like a person it kind of looks like a a pole with an arm on it but uh, in any case i thought it was cool i wanted to share with you and with that hopefully you guys are still hearing me um i want to go to uh, thank the automation school for sponsoring today's show really appreciate that if you know anybody looking for plc hmi or skater training please mention the automation school.com to them um also if you want to follow me or get in touch or ask a question you can do so over at automation.locals.com. Um, this is our community. I forget to check how many people were in it, but I know we're over 1,400. Um, you can follow for free. You can join for just a cup of coffee a month. I see a lot of people joining up just to ask a question. They're like, Sean just covered this. Let me join up, uh, buy him a cup of coffee, and I'll ask him some questions. Um, we also uh, accept all news tips and all um, feedback. So you can do that with the feedback link or the news tip link or the talkback link. And uh, that goes right to me, right to my email box. And then I do want to thank everybody who's picked up copies of our ebooks, copies of our coffee cups or T-shirts. I got some great ideas for new shirts coming out, Hawaiian shirts. Yep, don't know what happened. It just rebooted again. <laughs> we'll have to check into that. Don't know if it's a StreamYard update or a, uh, uh, you know, a Microsoft update, but I'm going to end the show there, guys. I want to wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy week. Don't forget that everything that uh, we talk about, you can find at automate.news, www.com And also I want to, uh, which you, you know, just encourage us, stay positive, stay courageous, and stay fearless. And until next time, my friends, peace.